baby. Welcome to this week's episode. We got phone calls. We got discussions about Folsom and shit. And why I'm the weirdest person you could ever invite to your house. Truly moldy kid energy over there at that house. You got a t-shirt collar? I'm trying to suck on it. You know what I mean? do anything weird like that. I guess I just ate rocks and sand. You're so lucky. You have iron deficiency. I don't know if that's true. I enjoyed this episode. We take phone calls. We talk. We got, we get... We get to hear back from a lot of people that we gave advice to. And guess what? We should do this professionally. We're good at it. Goodbye. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom. You end up with us. Our number is 213. Okay, 536. Work, bitch. 9180. Work, bitch. Our email is slimy Now on with this show. How you slimy seconds? Fuck you, Nassau. Fuck you, Darla. Fuck you, stupid. Fuck you, slimy seconds. We're the big dipper. Me, bond, me, bond. That's big dipper. Another Tuesday episode in the lovely backlit Hudson Yards. Where are you? Yeah, I'm in Hudson Yards. Um,. Why are you mad about my lighting? This isn't a visual episode. But I have to see what you I'm seeing. You don't like to look at me. No one does. <laughs> Catch me in my silhouette. Is that a good, could that be a pop song where it's like all about like it's a Butterface? Or a Butt His Face? Wait, is Butterface only misogynistic? Yeah, it is. What do you call a guy that you'd rather just chop their head off and still fuck up? I guess Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, paper bag. What do they call? <laughs> now Alaska everyone just wears a mask. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, hey it's guys, like fine. Okay, there's a guy on Sniffy's up in the in Hudson, in the Val. Great dick, great dick. But you're not supposed. Did you taste? Uh, uninteresting face. I don't want. I'm not going to say ugly because that's rude. I'm not interested in looking at their face. So what yeah, I'm trying to do. One person's ugly is another person's gorgeous. Baby. Right, exactly. So for me, it's just you're not into it. Right. So what I'm trying to do is be like, hey. Because sometimes you know, I love an ugly guy. I'm do like, you know about Damn, those... your face jacked up? Come here, fuck me. <laughs> but you know how it can be jacked up and like interesting or like it tells a story. You know me. I love wide set eyes. I love sort of a slack jaw. But there needs to be like a. No, you're just describing a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Woof woof. Um, there needs to be like a like a hardness, like a squareness, like a something like that in my mind. Mm. Um, so what I want to say to this man is like, hey, do you like glory holes? You know the kind of glory holes where you hang a sheet, you know, and it stops like three feet from the ground, like, and then you sit in a chair underneath it. I don't know what that listeners is. know what I'm talking about. It's the just guy like a curtain. The guy sits You're in the just... chair, and the curtain drops to their lap, so you can see crotch, dick, balls, thigh, legs, legs, three and, feet and hips, hips and, <laughs> and cocky, cocky. Yeah, so you, you know, can see that. And then, can I just Did finish you know that my Ginger thing? Ginger Minj is five foot four. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, and she is younger than you. So get into that. <laughs> no, she's my age. She's five foot four in my age. Okay, get back into it. So the curtain, 
The curtain goes here. And it stops yes, which everyone can fully see because you're oh, back. Because you're backlit. I'm seated and I'm I'm putting my hands at my belly, being like the curtain stops here. Yeah, so the curtain stops there, and then the person doing the dick sucking gets to have full access to the crotch without dealing with the face. Can I tell you? I don't really love a seated blowjob. You want to be or laying down? Laying down is the worst. Never ask me to suck your dick when you're laying down. I just can't find the angle. Well, the angle is you got to sit on their face. But you're not I'm not trying to do all that. So you would rather standing up, you on your knees? Me back. on my knees, you standing. Me on my knees, you on the couch. Kick back on the couch. One leg up on the sofa, one foot down. Either. Spread them out. Whatever you want. Spread, the, spread that. I want to feel the heat from the undercarriage. Hot, so hot. I want to message him that. Hey. And then I'm also thinking I could message it and say... And you don't even need to rig up the sheet. Let's do it like Halloween. Just be a ghost. Just put a sheet over your head and sit there and let me suck your dick. You ever been interested in wearing a sheet like a ghost? For a because, spooky blowjob. Because this sounds so fucked up, but I'm like, everything checks. And then there's like a face pick on Sniffies and I'm just not interested. But we've all you, been there. I'm that for the many break, people. I, need to see, I would like to see this person's face because I need to know what we're, what is we're actually dealing with. I think you'll be like, you're correct. Great. Well, we'll talk about it on the break. Now, as you have you been up to anything sexual up there? You've been there for a while. We had the yes. discussion of no one being super horny. That has changed. It's a it's an awesome I thought you didn't want to talk about sex so much with me. I was gonna ask you about your I literally fat sluts. never said that I don't want to talk about sex with you. I said uh, that I think you might be a sex addict. Go on. A sex artist. Yes, it's sex artistry. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing at the Sex Artist Academy Artist. that day. <laughs> but for me? <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, it changes. Like, this is a weekend destination. A lot of people from the city come up and they're here, like, Thursday through Sunday. Mm -hmm. So, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is, like, dark. Like, nothing is going on. It is quiet. A lot of the stores are closed. And then it's, like... It's a whole new population of people show up over the weekend. Now, I am reflecting back in my own story that I just pitched someone cover their face. I had a man invite me over and he said, here's this. I'll wear a blindfold. You come in the house and suck me off. Yep. Which, that happened to me. <laughs> I'm realizing now <laughs> he didn't want to see me. He didn't want to see it. He just wanted the blow, which sometimes is. He was hot. giving me the old Lucy, Lucy, the old Val Cherish. Well, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Some guy did that. He he goes, send me pics, and I sent him a bunch of pictures of myself. And he goes, I'm gonna have to wear a, a blindfold, but you can still suck me off. I'm gonna have to wear a blindfold. Like you don't have to. <laughs> You're opting to, my friend. Well, for him, my guy, for not. him, he's gonna have that. to. Camera down again. What what's wrong? I'm trying to find the man who can you tell me about Fat Slut? How was it? It was a good one. It was a good one. It was a pretty regular one. You know, we didn't have any crazy guest judges. It was actually your voice um, is going a little high like you're lying. It was good, it was good, it was good. Oh, sorry. I just have been talking about it all morning because next month is going to be the two year anniversary. <gasps> and we're doing uh, Fat Slut All Stars. So it's going to be a series of winners all competing 
throughout the evening. For real? To win. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's going to be insane because two of the winners are, it's going to be, I think, Chrissy and possibly Brady, who are, like, the most insane people on stage. But, yeah, last night was great. Um, I had a wonderful time. Crystal is so fucking cool. Yeah. I, I get nervous around her. She's so cool. You know what I mean? I was so surprised how cool and chill she was when she did the podcast and that she yeah. like came and just got fully beat and wore a corset and sat there looking gorgeous and then was like so lovely to talk to. And like interesting interesting to talk to and like I feel like I still don't know everything about them. Like Of course. I want to I want to hang out with them, but it was she's just so cool. She did that grinder number where she was like Throwing the um the sparks. sparks in the air. Sparks. What was that song? Was that a Hillary Duff song? Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks. <laughs> Jordan Sparks is a singer. <laughs> she was in that movie, um, oh my god, about From the Justin group. Kelly. Nope. <laughs> That's that Justin Guarini and Kelly and Justin Clarkson. Guarini, who's now Dr. Pepper and on Broadway. Well, he's not Dr. Pepper. He's not the doc? Well, I don't think that character is a doctor. I think that character. Well, then is why like would a, he be? The, I thought he was the Dr. Pepper. I thought no, the thing about Dr. Pepper was like he had spice. a doctorate in rock and roll, oh. and that's why he was doing that. Because you may have got me there, gal. You may have got me it's there. It's like Mr. McDonald is Ronald McDonald. That's named that he is the Donald. Yes. Do, um, Wendy's is Wendy. Do, <laughs> Arby's has the beef. Dave Thomas's daughter is Wendy. <laughs> And he made that for her. Remember when she did some of the commercials? Yeah. But what a confusing thing. Early 2000s. I'm Dave Thomas. Welcome to Wendy's. And you're like, why isn't it just Wendy doing it? Well, she was too young. Maybe she didn't have the star power. (laughs) But Dave Thomas did? I'm mad I know that man's name. Yeah, it's wild. (laughs) You've said it three times. It's. What was the um, girl group so, movie that Jordan Sparks was in? It was like in the sixties. It was kind of like a new, new-ish and less dramatic version of Dreamgirls. You googling? I'm looking it up. I'm googling. I'm googling. Because I'm googling. I remember it, uh, it's Sparkle. Sparkle. I was gonna say glitter. It's not called glitter. It's no, called it's not sparkle. glitter because that's the one that made Mariah Carey go. You know, I don't want to hear me talk about 9/11. Okay. Because glitter came out on 9-11. Hogged up! I'm seeing pictures, and what I'm seeing is a two-hander. A two-hander, and thick as hell. Now, he does have calf tattoos, which gives me fag energy. Small balls, but still a large, hefty cock. Now, do old men's cocks get bigger with... Oh, my God, that thing is huge. Where'd you put it? Are you ready for face? Hair, body face put a sheet on it you know what though our buddy's wearing a good old set of transition (laughs) lenses and you gotta respect him for that but that's what i mean i'm like that's so if you were at a bookstore and put that through the through the little um the gh i don't know if it would fit i would hob nobble you know what i mean hob and nobble and gobble and chorble (laughs) chorble oh you changed the vowels out good for you yeah, baby, I know how to write. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right no, back. No, I'm fine. I'm high. You're and high? Where... Yeah. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bad. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would, like, pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just... I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapy anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. I'd like you to walk me through the looks that you wore in drag last night. Because one of them, the hairline was real far back on your head. You're giving Vander Von Odds? Uh, you're talking about the black wig. <laughs> that, uh -huh. I, those, that wig was so heavy on the back of that head thing. That head thing is super tight. But then as the night was going on, I could feel it moving. And I was like, I should have super glued the point to my forehead or something. The widow's peak, honey. The widow's peak of that thing. But yeah, that was a fun wig. And uh, it kept moving. And the other wig was a new Fina one. But that corset was the one that I wore at Drag Queen of the Year as my intro look. And it didn't fit back then. And now it's too big. You're skinny, honey. I didn't realize it until last night. But I also hadn't been doing drag. Had to shave the beard. A lot of people on Instagram upset about that one. Well, let me tell you. Uh, I re we received a text to our phone number. This text is in all capitals. It says, I'm texting because I just saw Meepal's selfie on Insta. Where he going to shave his beard? And I just want to say, wow, 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 wow. You're like super <laughs> hot, Meepal. I'm wet. Thank you. I've known it this whole time. No, I didn't. Um, it's because it's when I lost weight, everyone started getting horny at me online. Isn't that the which worst? Which makes me feel so bad about myself. But do you know who handled that very well? It was Darby and Alexis were like, you look very different. What's going on? And like, it wasn't like, a, oh, you look skinny. Good for you. It was like, what, what changes have you made? Like, it was just like a nice way of being like, we noticed there's a difference. And then I was like, I got the pancreatitis. And then I had well, to explain that. Yeah. I mean, and Darby famously hates fat people. So the way that she talks around us is like a challenge. She's so I so think she funny. learned from that. Her and Alexis did the hocus pocus 
What is that song in Hocus Pocus? The first one. I've never seen the second one. The Monster Mash? No. No. <laughs> it's like, it ends with like, now you're my. Oh, I put a spell on you. She, they did that. But they were some, it, it was very funny. Because Darby, no, Alexis walked out and sang all the main parts. Live? And then Darby, yes. And then Darby ran out once she was done with the song, because it's a short song. And was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Where I, I missed it. What's going on? We got to do it. And Alexis was like, well, I already did my part. So she left. So then Darby just did all the backing vocals on stage <laughs> alone. And it just was like hitting the poses like she was a backup dancer. But alone, it was so funny. And some people in the audience did not get it, which was so upsetting. Well, that's a challenge at a nightclub. That's more of a listen. I know they occasionally listen. They're busy, you know, making a thousand podcasts a week, just like us. Uh, I'm going to be slightly critical here. Sometimes their humor, you know, Darby's a very delicate um, delivery. Don't you find the way she speaks and how she moves her hands very delicate? Soft. I like that you got you got your little pinky up and you're pointing and poking. It's very skinny. Yeah, person I don't know. I think I yeah. I, I feel like that's delicate. that and would play her jokes yeah. at a brunch or at a cabaret. Yeah, yeah, or like a gay gay ass podcast or something. Like where right. it's like a seated show. Right, and if that's that, sometimes you just got to give them the old wham bam pussy slam. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they begin drunk. That okay? So that's yeah, that is waste. Part of the story. I'm going to tell you some excerpts of a story that happened to me. Why don't you just tell us the whole story? And I'll sit here and smoke a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, I need you to participate. Okay. Participate. So when I was in Provincetown for Bear Week, I Slim. bumped into some guy who I thought he was cute. So obviously I was like, some hello, sir. Some gay guy. Some gay guy. Some gay man. I was like, hello, sir. But he was like, we've met before. And I was like, we have met before in the Hudson Valley. And years ago, he had seen me, him and his husband had seen me perform uh, up here when I was here for a gig. Yeah. Shockingly, they were like, oh, cool. You seem nice as well as talented. Look at that. Kelly, can you handle it? Uh, That's that's wild. And so I told him, I said, listen, I'm going to be up there for a while. We should hang out. And initially, we had made a lot of plans to hang out. But then we had to sort of COVID bubble, which this week has gotten a little more lax because the, the opera opened and I don't interact with any of the singers anymore. And when I am in the building, all I wear a mask the whole time. So now I can sort of do anything I want outside of the rehearsals. Before it was like a little more contact. Mm. So I was like, opening night, now we can hang out. I'm and he was like, he was like, we have a hot tub. We're a destination. People come here. They spend time for the weekend. We have all these extra guest rooms. You should come. It's kind of, it's like clothing optional. You can hang out. And I was like, oh, are you inviting me to a sex party? He was like, not at all. He was like, sometimes sex happens. But for the most part, it's just purely social. We just like to have a safe place for people to like do whatever they want if they want to do it. Okay. And so I was like, that sounds intriguing. A house for wayward horny boys. I'll go to that. But the way that it lined up, I went after the, this is so classic me. Instead of doing the opening night, enjoying the party, and then going to bed, I was like, I'll show up to this house at 1230 at night in the country. 
Dipper, why do you make these choices? And he had said, we're going to go, you know, we stay up late. Don't worry about it. That's perfect time to arrive. So I arrived and like the house was bustling. There were tons of people there. There were a bunch of people in the hot tub. They had a whole dining room table full of food. There was a conversation in the living room. There was tons going on. I was like, man, I'm sweaty from working the opening. He was like, here, take a shower. Here, have a robe. Hang out. Other people were in robes and... You know, like, it was very social. It sounds like a cult, and I would not. Then I started, I sat down, and I started big yawning, falling asleep. And I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do? I'm so tired. Do I drive home in the country road late at night, or do I, like, take a little power nap? So I ended up taking a nap. nap Oh, my God, you're the worst. And he, like, set up the couch for me to sleep on, and I took a nap, and then at 3.30 in the morning, I drove home. And I felt bad because I, like, showed up, and I was, like, so tired, and I couldn't really socialize. And he was like, thank you so much for coming. It was great to have you here. I'm sorry you were too tired to hang out. You are so, I would be embarrassed. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do because I was like, I should just leave because I'm too you tired. But I was up, like, showered. <laughs> And then took a nap at their party. In the living room, in the couch. And everyone's going to be like, isn't that that rapper guy? Yeah, that gay guy who raps. So, um... Someone just walked behind the screen like a fucking haunting. I'm in a facility full of people. There's a dance concert about to happen in an hour upstairs. A dance concert. That's right. So, but I would be interested to go back and hang out like, wh- I don't if think I they're s- ever gonna have you back. I know. I feel like that was such a classic me and also very embarrassing me behavior. Like I should have yeah. just gone to bed. I should have just driven back to where I'm staying and gone to bed. Yeah. Well, you saying that they said that everyone was gonna be up super late. I probably would have shown up hella fucking late too. I had um, the I. But I also I had the like expectation and- of the energy. I was like, I'll be able to do 90 minutes or two hours of this and then drive home. And I just couldn't when I got there. Especially after, like, yeah, you basically did your nighttime routine. Like, you took a shower. And, like, I always. (laughs) And part of the reason I didn't sleep the whole night is because I didn't have my mouth guard. I was like, got to go home. I didn't bring my mouth guard. Tell me about New York. Did they say, have they said anything? That iced coffee looks so good. I'm going to go get one. He texted me this morning. Said, this was last night? Yeah. Oh, you mess. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? Um, we texted a lot. If you don't believe, you better get it. Well, as long as I like said, thanks normal, for having me over. Normal. I had to leave and come back to where I'm staying to do work this morning. Sorry, I was so exhausted. I was hoping to have more energy. He said, not all the nights are as crazy as last night. It was fun to see you. We should talk more, but I knew you were tired. And he said, we were up until five. So I guess they go hard. I don't know. They go hard. Could never be me. I I go. I'm so old now. I go straight to it. But in New York, after we did the live show, I went showered. After filming all day, even after that guest canceled on us, some of you are guessing the wrong person. Um, and then filming, and then doing the live show, I went and took a shower, and then immediately went out to like party because that was like my last night. Yeah. 
Sometimes I I mean like I I I honestly think I could have lasted you know? a couple more hours if I was like sort of on the same wavelength as those guys, but it was so I couldn't you know it, it, that whole party to be honest that whole party felt like um, double dutch and I couldn't quite get in to get my jump. Like I just kept trying and trying and trying and I couldn't quite catch the rhythm. So then I just opted to fall asleep in a chair. <laughs> you sure did. I that's so wild to me. Cause I can't I can sleep or like I can sleep anywhere, but I cannot sleep at a party full of strangers. Yeah, it was wild. I'm, I'm a thrasher. Did you know that Ginger Minge is Irish and Puerto Rican? Are you reading her book? Um, I ordered it, but no, I'm. I just want to give a shout out and a spotlight. Welcome to Meatball Spotlight. This week, my spotlight is on drag queen Ginger Minch. I think she's underrated. She's an incredible talent. She's on the that tour with all the other girls. You know the one. What do you mean she? You think she's underrated? She has a fucking book deal. Yeah, but I just don't think that she comes up in the conversation enough. I think that people kind of forget that she was like an iconic queen on her fir- on her first run, and then on All Star she gave us the Toad outfit. Is it like I- because of her height and her waist? Oh yeah. You think there's some fat phobia going on? Yeah, they're all like just- Violet got Mick. Yeah, Shay. Monet's a skinny Monet girl now. She's skinny now. She got she got that. Because I heard I heard that she had. You that. have never heard a fact about Monet in your life. All you have ever heard is lies. And you know well, where I've, you've heard no, them no, no, from? Have, my, the ideas in your head brain. where you my come up with them and then you say them out loud. To I people. say them out loud and then she gets mad and then I love it. She'll never right. judge fat slut again. She's Give on Ozempic. I heard that from a guy in my head one time. She's on Ozempic <laughs> and she got a BBL. I have a bunch of people whose names I want to put in the chat who I'm convinced are on Ozempic. I'll say one right now. Well, you've already said their name. Ah! That's cool. Don't you think? You were so eager to interrupt me about so many things while I was trying to tell my story. Now I'm giving you plenty of space to talk and you're not doing any much. I was giving my ginger minge. I was giving my ginger minge. And I wasn't interrupting you during your story. You said you wanted me to interact. So I did. And also, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I can't, I like, I don't know. You should be sometimes, embarrassed. Sometimes I'm like, I get that you were like, was that your only night to do it? Or was there like, yes, he up, said Friday. He was so like Fridays, Fridays, and I asked about next week, and mm. he said no one is coming. We're not doing it, and I was like, mm. okay, well that's opening night. Like he put he he sort of really was encouraging mm. about this Friday. That made it yes, because when you said it was like a destination, I was like, oh, they must do this like all weekend or something. But well, no. he says he, it was also like the first time I was around a group of people who like are not tapped into Theater. anything in the entertainment industry, and so they referred to Drag Race as RuPaul. Which is so funny. It was like, on Fridays, we watch RuPaul, and then we go in the hot tub. And I was like, yes, I'm getting some good old upstate country-ass gay shit. I love that. I love a country gay. Yeah. I mean, they're all from the city, but they have a house in the country. You know what I mean? When are you going to buy a house? My friend texted me a house up here I could buy for $750,000. I bet it's like two stories, huh? 
Yeah, with a two car garage, a new God, brand new construction. Me. But it's in Hudson with actual winter. Do you know how many people live in Hudson, New York? Oh, like 2,000. Six. 6,000. That's a lot. But at one point, well, no, Hudson. That's not a lot. Sorry. At one point, Hudson had 25,000 people living in it with the exact same um, infrastructure, uh, footprint, footprint, and same number of buildings. Just so many of the buildings now are like Airbnb, and so they don't have permanent residents, or they have one owner, and they formerly were like a seven-person family living in that house. And a lot of the houses were like boarding houses, and people used the train a lot more. And so there was a time years and years ago um, when there was 25,000 people living in this town. That's insane. That it just dropped down to so little. Also, speaking about Airbnb, I am trying to get this Airbnb. Well, I've already reserved it and paid for it. But in um, Joshua Tree? Oh, yeah. For the Orville Pack show? No, because this bitch is crazy. There's a limit of guests that we can have. And I've asked if I can add one person and they'll sleep on the sofa. And they were like, no. It's also, I didn't realize that... um, all of the Airbnbs in Joshua Tree and in Palm Springs, Palm Springs are all run by like management companies. You're not talking to the person that actually owns the property. Not all of them, but most of them. And the rules are really strict to it's get a license. Crazy. To get a license to rent your house on Airbnb in Palm Springs, you can there's a limit to how many rentals you can do annually. So they basically turn down short-term rentals because they can only rent a certain number of times throughout the year. So they're looking for days, like three to five days. Like they don't want to do like single nights. And you can't play amplified music in Palm Springs after 10 o'clock. Nope. This thing had a lot. Yeah, I had to like read this rule book. I had to send them pictures of everybody that's staying there. It's like three people. Pictures? Everybody that's staying there. We had to send them pictures of our IDs. Two-hander hog pictures like on Sniffies? Two-hander wear ghost mask, baby. I think you could get that guy into a mask. That hog, unfortunately, was worth it. Yeah. I know. All right, let's take a break. (laughs) It seemed like I was going to say more, but yeah. I had <laughs> to say. All right, let's take a break. And we're back. So tell me about the. Oh. Tell me about the Orville gig. Um, for t- the d- November 10th, 11th, and 12th, Orville will be having his famous Orville Peck's radi- rodeo, radio, rodeo, <laughs> rodeo, full of stars such as Dale Hollow, Trixie Mattel, and Orville Peck, and many, many more. On Saturday and Sunday, the 11th and 12th, Pinche and I will be hosting a brunch inside at Poppy, Mommy and Poppy's, Poppy Seeds. Pappies and Smappies. It's the only restaurant there. I'm Pappy. so glad you really know what the fuck is going on with your gig. I'm getting paid a lot. Now, it's at <laughs> Pappy and Harriet. Harriet and Pappy. Pappy and Harriet. It is the only restaurant there, and it's where the concert is also. But inside, Smurf, in the morning. Smurf, Smurf. Smurf, Smurf, Smurf. 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 Smurf.
on Saturday and Sunday morning. On Friday night, I believe House of Avalon is throwing an after party for the first night of the concert. And on Saturday night, Pegasus will be throwing the after party. Or I believe that's just the name of the party. I don't really know. And it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be music all day. Please come out. We're talking, this is rent you an Airbnb and come hang out all weekend. Now, Saturday and, or Friday and Saturday are both sold out, so uh, you can't come. But Sunday is still for sale, so get a ticky ticky. Is Pinche going to paint the town red? She fell asleep on my sofa covered in red paint. What? She fell asleep atop my sofa covered in red paint. But you put the sheet down. I, I, I came down, it was 6 a.m. You know, I don't like to, I'm not, she was here living her life. I wasn't like, we, we had to do everything together. So I left, left the bar early and she had to find her way home. But she fell asleep. <laughs> I came down at 6 a.m. going, PJ clapping at her like a dog, being like, get off the sofa, go upstairs. And I was like, you don't have to shower, but just like, I put a, a, a blanket on the bed and I was like, just sleep on top of this. And she was like, I'm gonna sleep on the floor. <laughs> Is your what? does your couch have red paint stains on it? No, luckily, um, just the pillow got fucked. But the sofa, Mia did the makeup. Sorry, my teenage years. You know what I mean. You ever fuck a pillow? I've done some light humping in the middle of the night. Yeah, I used to grind on a a stuffed animal. Baby, grind on, and on me. me. A stuffed animal named Ginger. Oh my god Really? That brings us back to Ginger Minch It really was It was named after my My aunt and uncle's dog That bit me Whose name was Ginger And my mom was like Why would you name it after The the dog that bit you And not the other one And I was like Because that one I remember um, <laughs> you said, cause baby I love some internal trauma And I'm about to fuck it And every time I said I fucked that Duh. One of my like. Did you know that she started drag because she needed to raise money, and when she was going to do her first pageant, she was working with Sluice Mystery Diner, and the owner offered a sponsorship, but she had to use the name Ginger Minge as a nod to the company. Did you know that? Sluice Mystery Dinner. What does that have to do with Ginger Minge? Sounds like a like dinner theater, a murder mystery dinner theater, but what's about Ginger Minge? Maybe it was a character in the murder mystery dinner must theater. Must have been a character. Must have been. Must have been. My go-to stuffed animal when I was a child was corporate. I'm a corporate doll, honey. Capitalist at heart. It was the Snuggy, Snuggy Bear, the Snuggles Bear. Oh, I had one of those. They were the like fabric soft softener. and fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I bet and I used to, to suck on his nose. You know what I mean. And then I had a stuffed pterodactyl, and I used to suck, suck on, on his nose. nose. Oh, the nose. So, so you just kind of grew into that. <laughs> now, <laughs> why do you know? Do you know why you were sucking it? Not like trauma related. Just like, did you like the sensation of like the Soothed. wet fabric in your mouth? Well, and then as a kid, this is gross, I used to chew and suck on my t-shirt collar. I was that kid. Okay, I knew that kid. I knew that kid. He often smelled like pee as well. I don't believe I smelled like pee, but we all know that in middle school I did smell like mildew because my mom would not move the clothes to the dryer fast enough. Trauma. That's trauma. But now you don't smell like anything, which I think is like actually more of a something you should be proud of. It's a victory, honey. Yeah. Because now you got no scent. Now, you did mention in our text that you want to talk about 
the it wouldn't be us unless we were talking about something five months after it happened but the Folsom I want to talk about Folsom a little bit we sort of teased it at the end of an episode a while ago but the there was the photo that was making the rounds Ugh. of uh, a certain person who uh, wrote scat pig on their back in human shit and they are a scat pig they're into scat play and shit and the the discourse around this was that he did this in order to have like a public commentary out in the world on consent because the idea of he is a person that people would like come up to and immediately hug and touch on his body without his consent. And so he was like, well, if you're going to touch me without asking first, you're going to walk away covered in shit. And there was a bigger conversation, especially this year at Folsom, you know, I think around the idea of like looky lose because a lot of people feel like if they are attending Folsom, then they not only have the consent to film everybody who's out in the streets doing whatever, to post whatever they want, as well as if there's a person like blindfolded, you know, and their hands tied behind their back, like does, and they're out on the street and their dick's kind of hard, like, does that give you consent to, like, walk up and touch them? Maybe they have a sign around their neck that says, like, you know, anybody's welcome to touch me. I'm I'm a street whore or something like that. But, like, uh, just the being in a space, and we talk about this a lot with our phone calls, and we just had one last week where it was, like, the guy was sucking three people off and then a fourth showed up and they were all at the same sex party, but where does the consent lie? I just wanted to bring this up and chat with you about it. I I kind of, I mean, it would be impossible, but I do think it is kind of wrong for people to film what other people are doing. At I agree. I, unless it's like explicitly one of the stage shows, which they put on performances and like they have pieces where it's like meant for consumption that way. Yeah, I want to can film it there. and do that. Um, yeah, we should We should get a booth at Folsom and just like stand there and be like, Bring your dicks out. We should share the booth with Double Scorpio. We should do a live podcast. At Folsom! Walking around. Well, no, we should be at the booth so people can walk in and we don't film people in the background. Okay. And we're just there. And because then we'll play into our conversation here and honor our, you know... Oh, I meant walk around not on consent. camera, just like oh, sure. people as yeah. we were doing it. But yes, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't think people should be filming that. Um, and if you do film it, like, don't, I mean, just don't. But, like, don't make it public because, like, you don't know what they, this kind of goes hand in hand with um, recently someone was messaging Precinct to be like, take down these pictures. My family doesn't know I'm gay. But it's like the guy wasn't tagged in them. He was in a gay bar where they, you know that there's, like, photographers and he was dancing in the middle of the dance floor right but that's different because you're like in a gay bar this isn't like Folsom where it's like adult activity and you're on the street yeah and it's really challenging now because like literally everything everything has surveillance there's camera footage everywhere you've seen you've seen the thing on twitter where like there was like this AI where you could take a photo from Instagram 
I'm sure I've talked about this before, and upload it into the AI server, and it searches all the public, like publicly funded um, surveillance cameras, and then it finds footage of that photo being taken. <gasps> no. Like if you horrifying. were to take a photo at the intersection, uh, like the big rainbow flag intersection in West Hollywood, there's it would, traffic cameras and security cameras and whatever, and it could find you the footage of you taking that photo. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Everything is being surveilled. I, I completely agree. My only sort of like bump, what do they say? My only rub. Rub. With Ooh, that the makes con- you want ribs with like a dry rub. <laughs> you're like, you're going to get an iced coffee. You're going to get some dry rub ribs. Mac Maybe you can catch me a lazy acres. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Ooh, some coleslaw. I just want rib tips, so I don't have to eat them off the bone. He, okay, we'll finish up what you were saying about false. My and rub with consent about food. No. <laughs> My rub with consent is I haven't quite figured out how to. smoothly integrated into sexual play and something that I love and something that we talked about with Ray Dalton is the like uh, the power of no or the fear of rejection Mm -hmm. and when you're cruising someone and you sort of feel the vibe and give each other a nod and then walk over to them and they say no like there's so much fear that that's going to happen and so much like you know self-worth tied up into like that rejection but then you just move on to the next one and with consent you don't have that excitement because you're not playing the game you're saying like do you want to fuck and what are you interested in? Like, do I have consent to hit on you or touch you or talk to you? Yes. And so I like the more organic feeling it out vibe. That's my only rub. But I think, I think I'll get over that the more I weave consent talk into sexual, you know. Now, I would like to go back to where we started with where he was covered in shit because that's his kink. Oh, sure. And then he spun it. Because in my mind, I mean, I could be just completely making this up. But I think that, like, he maybe started seeing that there was backlash against, like, that weird behavior. Because it kind of feels like like he's putting his shit on other people without consent. Because imagine him just walking by and smelling like shit and then you And then, like, or maybe, I mean, it's... it's Or bumps into you accidentally. Crowded, yeah, if I bumped into you, I would be disgusted by you because of that. So it's like, I'm not giving you the consent to fucking rub your shit on me. But I think that maybe he spun it and said that's why he did it was so that no one would touch him. But actually, he was just trying to just be covered in shit. Some people like that. Some people want that dookie I know. Smell. Mother Teresa loves it. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks for, for letting us talk about that, Meatball. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, too. Should we do some phone calls? Yeah. I have an update first. It's a textual update. I'd love to read it to you. Okay. Yes. Hey, babies. I am the late-in-life lesbian panic caller from a few months ago that was terrified about coming out to my husband of 20 years. You both gave me the advice to just talk to him, and it's turned out 
literally the best case scenario. My lady friend and him get along so well, and it's become pretty apparent that I'm bi, and I was just panicking about liking Vag. My husband is totally okay with me having a girl fuck buddy. His boundaries are smart, sensible, and 100% okay with me and my lady friend, so now I'm just having the usual baby gay panic. Uh, What is that word? Pubout? Oh, about. So now I'm just having the usual baby gay panic about whether or not I'll be able to make her come. But she's totally patient and down for me to learn. Thoughts? I love that. That's perfect. See? Communication really is what makes a relationship work, babies. Honey, that's what that's what makes the doves cry. Uh, the one thing that I noticed, not to be too critical, I'm curious how your husband would feel. Like, are you guys poly? Or just because you've made a realization that you're bi, you're allowed to have a fuck buddy? Because I'm curious how your husband would feel if you were trying to have a fuck buddy who was a man. Because you write, he's 100% okay with my fuck buddy that's a girl. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure he probably doesn't want her fucking other men. So then the question is: Are is your husband just giving you the runway and the space to explore your queer identity? Yeah. Or are you guys beginning to be poly, and your husband's going to find a girlfriend? Ooh, ooh! Oh yeah. What if he decides that he wants to go try a, la- a different lady? Yeah, well, you, you got to be okay I mean, with they're that. They're going to have to communicate through it. I mean, they don't have to be okay with it, but it would be right. nice if they were okay with it for the sake of the, his happiness. But maybe he's not, maybe he doesn't want that. Maybe he's happy with just her. Maybe he wants a monogamous straight relationship, but she's okay to be a little, a little dikey sometimes. Uh, Dikey on a side. Okay, I have 11 voicemails. We're not going to play them all, but I'm going to let you choose the numbers. Okay. Um, Ooh, this is a hard one. Okay. Uh, Ooh, seven. Okay. The Uh, area code is is three numbers. Seven, one, three. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, seven is fine. Can you imagine if I guess the phone number? Uh, Two, one, two. (laughs) Eight, three, two. Okay, this is number seven. Also, you have no idea if I'm being honest. Yeah. Oh well. I did. We did get a very a lot of voicemails. We might need to just do a like, voicemail episode. No chit chat next time. Well, we always do. Here we go. Hey guys, um, my name's Matt, and I have kind of a sex story. So kind of. I had met this guy on the apps, you know, and uh, we were going to do a little, not, well, yeah, we were going to do a little dumb sub play, you know, I was the sub, mm. um, and it was that thing where it's like, you're going to like text back and forth, like, before you meet up, like, oh, mm. like, show me your underwear, mm. shit like that, you know what I mean? So, mm. we what? had been planning to meet up later in the week, this was, you know, earlier, and I was at work. And he was like, um, oh, like, you're at work. Like, you know, do you have no, you know, do you have no limits? Like, what, you know, like, like I, I want you to send me something. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, I'll go in the bathroom and, I don't know, get naked, whatever. 
Um, but he says, uh, he goes, piss yourself at your desk. <laughs> throw, you know, throw all your clothes and everything. Let everyone see. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I guess I do have limits. And then he blocked me. That's my story. I, I don't think it would have been worth it. Thanks. Thanks for calling in, Matt. Thank you for letting us know. That is wild. Um, that kind yeah, of when consequences does the kink go too far? Job. Yeah, think about Yeah, I was about to say, like, when does the kink go too far that it's, like, kind of impeding on your human life? You look like Jesus right now because of the way the sun is coming in behind you. Your people don't believe in him. Um... I think that that's a kink that's gone too far, and I think that you did the right thing. Yeah. Well, I you probably also... would have pissed yourself. You probably no. would have sat at that desk like a dirty little boy. No. I'd be like, yeah, text me. Text me what you want. And he's like, I want you to stay up really late and then show up to a party that you're too tired to attend to. Then I want you to take a shower. Shower use in their, use their soap. Brush your teeth. Use their toothpaste. Dry off. Put on a bathrobe. Then I want you to yawn your way through a bunch of conversations, not make any friends, and then fall asleep on their couch. And then be mean to a bunch of guys in a hot tub. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I didn't tell you the worst part. Oh, God. There's more. After I got introduced to everyone, everyone was just like, hello, hello, hello. And it all felt like first time meeting. And you said, "Can I? you guys want to see me do a number? Then later, when I went back out there trying to, again, just see if there was extra room for me to get in the hot tub because it was so full I didn't want to get in. (laughs) One of them says, hey, grab my phone. And he gets the phone and then he puts on my music on the, the, the Bluetooth speaker. Oh, no. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, what? It's a great song. I was like, you're playing games. You want to get into my head? You're playing games with me, sir. I think that he was just trying to be like, here's a conversation starter for everyone. This is him rapping this song. Everyone thought? No, he gave me some eyes. He knew what he was up to. That's so shady. Yeah, it felt weird. It felt weird. Is this that thing (laughs) when you move to a big city and then you go, oh, no, because they're all big city gays. So, no, it's not that. It's like I remember when I was like when I first moved to New York and then I came back and like saw my friends and I, I, you know, I felt different and they felt different about me and they would constantly be like, what, they don't have that in New York? And I'd be like, no, it's just different. Like, we just don't have, like, normal grocery stores. So it's cool to be in, like, a normal grocery store. Like They're all like, like oh, so you think you're better than us? And you're like, yeah, well, and like my Ionique times- 5 is the upgraded version. I do have the upgraded rims. And I do I have the moonroof. I don't have the upgraded rims. Oh, right. I'm the sorry. Rims. The insides of my car are better than yours. And I have the moonroof. Moonroof. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, I wouldn't have pissed myself at the office, but maybe if I wasn't at the office, I could lie and say that I was, and then I could piss myself and pretend like I was at the office and, like, 
make like send you photos that make it seem like I'm at the office if I didn't mind pissing myself. Because here's the other thing is that sometimes that shit is just about the texting. It's not about the reality. I'm not a liar. And so but this guy I seemed like he liked, wanted pics. Like to be honest about things. But sometimes if you just play into the fantasy and you're like, yeah, I did that thing. Or yes, I'm hard right now. And you're like, I'm not hard. I'm in line at the fucking Ralph's trying to check oh, out. Yeah, that's always the weirdest when that's like you're just scrolling through being like, yes, daddy, give me that cock. Yeah, the and then they're like, uh, do you have your, your loyalty card? Your Ralph's rewards, and you set your <laughs> phone down so they can read it, and you're like, hold on, it's in my wallet. <laughs> All right, give me another number. One through 11, not seven. 13. Okay. <laughs> do you hear that hammering? Did it's you Saturday. hear what I said? No. I said one through 11, not seven, and you said 13. So I'll just go with three. Yeah. Hi, fucks. It is once again Miss Thing giving shows down in Houston. Um, I just thought I would call the third and final installment of My Boyfriend Went to Beyonce with a stranger. So, first of all, I would like to say that I downloaded the Mom Plus app specifically because I saw that your episode title was Miss Thing giving shows. I gagged. Thank you so much. Huge honor. Um, Also, I am not a drag queen in Houston, but I used to be, and my name was Miss Thing. So, for this intent and purpose, I am now missing giving shows. Um, anyway, my boyfriend went to Beyonce. He forgot to buy me the t-shirt, and I lost my <laughs> mind on him. Dump, Since bump, then, bump. he has Dump, been absolutely bump. wonderful. Dump. We've been going to dinners. We've been going to movies. He's bought me presents. My birthday is next week, and he's going full out. So, um, either he did cheat on me and is trying to... Make up for it, um, or he just feels really bad because he knows that it was really um, time for me. Um, but now that I've opened that up, your listeners are probably going to be like, "No, girl, he definitely cheated on you." But um, anyway, yeah, I'm just want to let y'all know he forgot the t-shirt and then he felt bad, so now he's been making up for it um, in very big mm. ways. So not all is lost. And, um, oh, 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 I also found out that he did know this person before. And, um, <laughs> um, he said that they were a little, um, on the spectrum, which I guess is fine. Because, like, that, that was his, like, I don't know why he was, like, I'll take you to the concert. Okay, well, I, this went downhill. But, um, I don't think my boyfriend's cheating on me. Bye! <laughs> There, boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> they knew each other before. That changes everything. And no T-shirt, and, which means no t-shirt, which no meant t-shirt, missing... I'd be like, literally, kill yourself. We are done. <laughs> you had one fucking job, which meant the whole night, Miss Thing. He wasn't thinking about you. He was thinking about Miss Girl. Don't do that. <laughs> he may be taking you out to nice dinners right now. Yeah, he's love bombing you. He did something bad. No, I um, uh, <laughs> he he's he, he's not cheating on you. Yeah, they, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Before, you're fine. Don't even think about it. And you know what? Take you, a break. You, you, you don't even have to think about them cheating on you um until you find out that it happened, and that yeah. might be years down the road. So so you're just fine. call in when that happens, and then you'll let us know. And it'll be Miss Thing giving <laughs> divorce. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back.
and we're okay. Three. No, we did three. Three. We no. just said three. Uh, one. One. Singular sensation. Hey, big booty bitches. Um, quick question: How do you douche? Like seriously, um, I really want to get into bottoming more, but it seems like I always have poop in my colon, or I don't know. It's just, or I'll try to douche and stuff just keeps coming out and it's not clear. Like, what do I do, guys? Um, I don't really want to change my diet either. I do eat a bunch of snacks and shit, but <laughs> thanks. Bye. Snacks. It's the snacks that snacks. are doing it. It's definitely the snacks. Here's here's some adv- you got to get yourself on a probiotic. You got to get yourself on fiber. That's gonna start from the the loose the loose stools that you got loose stools that you got up in you. Then only then after you yeah had unless some solid you're complete- shit, then start trying to douche. And then douche. when you douche, only use about half the bulb. You don't need more water than that. You're only trying to clear out the small portion of your body from the anus up to where your intestine starts or whatever it is. So you don't need to like fully give yourself like a full sh- douche because all you're going to do is just keep hitting more poop. Yeah, your colon is always going to be full unless hey, you like booty bitches. Oh. Um... Your colon is always going to be full unless you like are fasting or you put water so far up inside you, you're doing the full cleanse douche. Like I know a lot of fisting bottoms who will do the full, full thing, but to just have fuck sex with the dick in the butt, you don't need to. You don't need all that. You need about, I'd give yourself 30 to 45 minutes, do maybe six passes, six or seven passes. And if it's not clear after that, it's not happening. I yeah, think maybe you need to get yourself top. on some fiber. Psyllium um, husk. Psyllium husk, metamucil, what is it, pure for men. Like, there's all these options. And you start taking that because that's going to keep your shit nice and tight. Maybe get a probiotic. I love the little probiotic shots. AG1 has probiotics in it. You can really get it yourself. You got you to gotta start from the mouth, and then you can deal with your hole. Started from the mouth, now I'm here. What's the next number you want me to play? Eight. Hey, bitches. I've got a question for y'all. Do y'all have any, like, icks? Because I went on a date with this guy one time, and he wanted to go stargazing. And on the way to go find somewhere to go stargazing to, like go to a place that didn't have as much light pollution, uh, he revealed to me that he was afraid of the dark. And I was like, eh, okay. Because he was a 21-year-old grown-ass adult. And it's like... Those are not... Oof. So, yeah, Those y'all got any icks? So, just curious. Goodbye! Who isn't scared of the dark? I know. I was just thinking, like, it is so dark, dark out here. Yeah. It is so at nighttime, especially in this building. Like, 
we use the bottom floor at night for like the kitchen and there's a couple of rooms, but then upstairs is where the bathrooms are and in this huge building. So we keep the lights off. So when I go up there, I turn on two lights on my like way to the bathroom mm -hmm. and then on the way back, I turn them off and I literally imagine the moment I flick the light off, like three scary <laughs> figures <laughs> staring in silhouette, like coming, like I still imagine that the darkness is a fearful and scary place. Yeah. That reminds me of I, when I was doing theater in New York, we, one of our rehearsal spaces was like an old bank vault. I don't know why, but I was, I was always the first person there. So I always had to go turn the light switch on, but this was, there was no emergency lights or anything. You just had to walk down this dark flight of stairs into a room that had a still working vault door on it and find a light switch. And my biggest fear was that someone was going to come down and like lock me in there because I could never find the light. And this was before iPhones had little flashlights on the back. Wow. So I was just like out. Also, one time on a dark country road, I was with my friend Saxon and we were driving. What a name. Yeah, I know Saxon Jones, and we were driving down the uh, down this um, dark road in Nashville. There was nothing on either side of it, and I turned to him because we were in a convertible Miata. And I turned to him and I said, "You know, one of my biggest fears is like being trapped out in the dark like this. Like if there was no headlights or anything, I'd be freaking out right now." And he stopped the car in the middle of the road, turned the engine off, took the keys, got out of the car, and walked away. Why? And I started screaming. I was like, by the time he got back, I just started punching him so hard. Like, I was, like, grabbing him and shaking him because I was, like, freaking out. And he couldn't. He was like, if you stop, I can start the car again. But I was, like, shaking him. And it was, like, so traumatic for me. Why? Because I told him that that was my biggest fear and he thought it would be funny. I think people think that I have a sense of humor <laughs> and would laugh at something like that. But I did not. Well, my ick is sort of, I have two icks. Um, one is like, you can't really put anything, you can't really describe it. It's just a feeling. Like, you know, when you don't click with a certain type of person. Uh-huh. I get that a lot. Like, there are some people that the moment I meet them, I'm like, I'm uninterested in you as a person. I will never find you sexually interesting. You are not someone I want to listen to or be around with. You're boring to me, and that's an ick, and I am uninterested. It happens so fast to me. Um, I don't think I, – I don't know if I really – And my second one is, like, not being able to, like, understand your body in space. Like, being with a person in public oh, yeah. and they, like, are not paying attention enough to, like, move out of the way in a crowded bar or, like, slide three inches to the left because someone is clearly standing next to them. Like, not I, being aware of yourself in the world is a huge ick to me. Yeah. I Yeah. Okay. So, I was at the Eagle the other night for Mr. Bear LA. Mr. Bear LA, the pageant, competition Who pageant. Who Guy. Was he a bear? Name. Yeah, I mean, they were all bears. Uh, although, I thought, hold on, I thought to be a bear, you had to be hairy. Is it just chubbies? It's very flexible now, the the categories and the... Because only one of them was The hairy. different criteria. The hairy one won. It's all very flexible. It's super flexible. So, anyway. Um, I Being was a bear's on the inside, Meatball? Slay. I, 
Now, there was people, you know where that back bar is? And the only way in is through that very small doorway. There was yes. a group of four guys just standing in the doorway. Like, I walked up and I looked at them and they made eye contact with me. And I went, can I get through? And they looked at me and they're like, yeah. But they were acting as though there was something preventing them from moving the fuck out of the way. And there wasn't. There was a bar that no one was at. And I was like, it's because you're standing in the doorway. No one can get back there. So then I just looked at them and I went, this is a doorway. Did you guys know that? <laughs> and they they like kind of like stared at me and then like moved over to a normal spot in the room. And then I walked straight to the bar and they just mean mugged me the whole time. And I, I don't understand it because I was like, yes, I was being rude because the four of you are standing in the doorway. That's Mighty Morphin Punchin' Time. Remember that time that guy told me maybe we don't eat that pizza or some shit? I was just going to bring that up. Because he was also in the way? How did that conversation go? You said, I can't excuse even remember me. remember it. I was like, excuse me, and they didn't really move. And I said, excuse me, you need to move over or some shit. So I, like, put my hand on his back and kind of, like, moved him while I also ate pizza with my other hand and squeezed through. And it was something along the lines of, like, maybe you'd fit if you didn't eat that pizza or, like, something like that. You know what I've been saying in public now? Where Shut I go, up. like, can I squeeze through here or excuse me? Excuse um, me doesn't work anymore. Excuse me doesn't work. And then I'm going to squeeze past you is such a white person thing, but I say it all the time. I'm just going to squeeze past you. But this is what I do now. I'll, like, tap them and I say, do you mind if I get through here or do you mind if I squeeze past? And they move a little bit. And I say, I'm much bigger than that. That's my follow-up. The Delta, the delta work move. Say, Mine is always just I'm larger out. than that hole that you've left me. Mine, that's very funny. And I wish I was that brave, but I'm skinny now. I I just go, is this a good place to stop? I say that to people on the sidewalk. I say that to people who ah! in the airport who just stop right in the middle of the walkway. Like, in the middle of the large hallway, instead of pulling over to the side, they just fucking stop in the middle. And I go, is this a great place to stop? Okay. And then I just, like, walk around them. While I'm, like, looking bummy and shitty. Whatever. Last call. Listen. Yeah. Uh, contestant number five. No, contestant number Three, four, ten. Five, ten. Hey, Big Dipper and Meatball. Um, I am calling in for some advice, but um, by the time you like tell me on the podcast, it'll be too late. So just, I guess, some insight. Um, I'm 38 years old, and I'm newly single and back on the dating apps. Um, and I've Nightmare. like recently lowered my age range Standards. to be like 24 to 48. Anyway, I'm talking with this 30 year old and we've made plans to hook up and I learned midway through the conversation today that he's a virgin. Oh dear Lord, what do I do? Do I still entertain him? Uh, or, or what? Like, gosh, I need some help, but. Um, it's too late now because the deed is done. So I guess I'll tell you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Not the deed is done. The deed is done. So I you mean, did entertain him. Remember in the '90s when fucking a virgin was like everyone wanted a virgin. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, I want to fuck a virgin." And now it's like this. It's like, should I even have sex with a virgin? Yeah, because part of the uh, on one hand it's like yes, please, and then they won't be a virgin anymore. 
and then we don't have to deal with it. But the other part is like, man, they're going to catch feelings. You got to go slow. You got to explain everything. And like, that's fine if you're into that. And like, obviously, if you're both consenting and like down and understand it. But I guess it depends. Like, are they looking for a teacher? Are they looking for a guide? Are they looking for the experience to be like educational? Or are they like good to go? They've just never gotten their dick wet. And now is the time to jump in. Well, they are 30 and a virgin, so I think maybe now is just the time to jump in. Um, Yeah, I I forgot about the catching feelings thing. They're going to be latched on to you. So I'd say don't give them your phone number. Yeah, skip it. Skip it all together. Oh, I'd still do it. I have something to... I'd still You'd do it. still do I it? I think it would be fun. I mean, here's the thing. Here's some things you're going to be working with. He's not going to know what hole and what to do. He's going to come probably so fast. Um, Or he might take too long and not be able to get hard. That happens, too, when you get a little nervous. Um, I would do it. But don't give him your phone number and don't let him, like, don't do it at your house. You know what I mean? You don't want him to know where you live or how to contact you. Dipper shared a file at the meeting. Download. I gotta download it. No, I'm opening it. Okay, Fred. Describe What's that it. about? That was at the Walmart. Dipper, Dipper sent me a message, and on it is it says Fred, and then someone's phone number, and this is what he saw in the Walmart. Now, have you texted Fred? I did. He didn't respond. Huh? Did you? I texted. Is this Fred? Here's the thing. I think this is like, a, people don't do this anymore. Well, maybe in small towns they do. That's what but I, I was think thinking. I was like, maybe Fred's a freak. To me as a joke. And, and they like, put your real get, number? Yeah, and I'd get text messages from randos. I said, maybe Fred's a freak, honey. Let that freak flag fly. I love letting a freak flag fly. Hell Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod. You can send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-WORKBITCH-9180. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And if you are interested in having a nice uh, international recording artist, bear, rapper, come to your house and fall asleep on your couch after using the shower... Hit me up in my DMs at Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram. I'm happy to make the drive, and I'll leave at 3.30 in the morning. You basically use that place like a hostel. I had a cupcake before I left, too. You didn't want to eat when everyone could see you? You had to wait until they were all asleep. Wait, you well, said people were up until 5. So when you left, they were still all There were awake. three people up and chatting when I left, two others in the hot tub, okay. and I said... I waved, but I couldn't see. I couldn't find the hosts. They were up on the upstairs level, and I didn't know how to get up there. You find you find yourself in weirder situations every time we talk, and I'm really every single time. And I'm here to live life to the fullest. I'm trying to experience some weird shit. I know. I'm glad that you are. That's my goal. I'm gonna go find some barbecue. Ooh yeah oh and a couple fun things uh this friday um we have a really exciting finale to our time in new york city so get ready for that diva doll you know what it is 
So stay tuned for that, both on YouTube, but the full episode is going to be available on Mom Plus Gold. And also, if you are a Mom Plus Gold member, this beautiful experience that happens when Meatball and I record our Tuesday episodes, you're going to get to experience that exclusively on Mom Plus Gold behind the paywall to join a live stream. Meatball, we could even have them just join the Zoom call. To interact, well, we'd have to mute them all, but I would like to see what the chat's got going on on the side. If everyone we could like. just do it, we could just have an invited Zoom while we record the show, and then we could maybe talk to people, like break, do a little breakouts, let one person talk. And be all like, right, get ready, this. we're doing this next week, and Meatball's not going to be in drag because we're just going to release the audio as a regular Tuesday episode. This is going to be super exclusive just for Mom Plus Cold folks. And everyone, I'm quitting drag. Goodbye. Get into it. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.